police in the morning. Mud Creek, Texas is about to get all shook up when mysterious deaths plague the Shady Rest retirement home. It's up to an aging cantankerous Elvis and a decrepit and black JFK to defeat a 3,000-year-old Egyptian mummy with a penchant for sucking human souls. Can the king show the world that he can still take care of business? I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here we review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are, week three of Conspiracy Month, and we're taking a look at the 2002 film Bubba Hotep. Well, you heard what the back of the box had to say, which basically explains the conspiracy. JFK and Elvis are still alive. We knew it. It all makes sense. So let's just dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties top and bottom three. Let's get the bottom out of the way first. What do you think, Paul? That sounds fair to me. For me, number three. I hate inner monologues. And this movie has way too much inner monologuing. You know, at first I was like, oh, you know, Bruce Campbell inner monologuing as Elvis. Not too bad. And then it's like half of the fucking movie. And I'm just like, just too much. Number two. There are some times while Elvis is in bed, and things happen in, like, super fast motion, and there are noises that accompany jump cuts to make things appear and disappear in his room, and all it made me do was think of American Horror Story Asylum, which was a piece of shit. Yeah. And at least there weren't aliens and devil, like, devil, devil and, like, Nazi, bullshit. zombie, baby, aliens. Fucking terrible. Fuck that shit. And then number one... The movie is pretty drawn out, and it actually has several scenes that reiterate things that happened prior in the film or re-explain the same thing two or three times. Like, I know they're old and don't have their memory, but the audience should be able to follow it along. Almost as if they were just trying to lengthen the movie by reiterating the same things over and over. It felt like they were tr- like they were trying to pretend the film was like a Coen Brothers movie, and they just have like mundane stuff that's supposed to be funny, but like a lot of it was kind of hit or miss a lot of the times. All right, so my bottom three, number three, there were a lot of scenes that just didn't seem to add much to the movie as a whole. Like just a lot of like Corey said, re-explaining things. Um, just a lot of random stuff characters introduced that wouldn't have anything to do with the film which I, I guess you could make an argument for you know it's a just a day in the life of these guys until the very end but it felt like it could have been paced a lot better old old people stealing things from people in iron lungs like you know, like why did that even happen who is that lady who knows and she dies spoiler yeah not not that it matters she's not even a real character Number two, so like I've said about pacing, the pacing is just really slow at times. Like, I get it takes place in a nursing home, but, you know, that's really no excuse. Like, not a whole lot happens throughout the majority of the runtime, and it just felt like things could have been handled a little bit better. And number one, I kind of wish that there was some ambiguity of whether or not Elvis and JFK were actually who they who they claimed to be, or if they were just, like, two elderly men who were, like, losing their minds and, like, made up these stories in their head and couldn't tell if they were, like, actually true, but 
the more the film goes on, the more you really get the impression that, yeah, they actually are who they are to the point where it's kind of hard to deny it. And I really wish they had left the ambiguity. It really wouldn't have changed anything. They still would have been two guys fighting a mummy in the, um, in a nursing home and nothing would have fundamentally changed, but I felt like just the way the film went, like, went, it really takes away a lot of that mystery. It's still somewhat there, but I just felt like they were really hinting that, yes, they are Elvis and JFK. See, I like the fact that they more or less confirm, at least with each other, that they are who they say they are, and they're not just crazy old men. But then I wish there had been, like, a moment where, like, say... They believe each other, but, like, there is still more ambiguity to the audience. Well, I think it's time to talk about our top. So, for me, number three on the top. The mummy in this movie has a real bad, like, are you afraid of the dark TV show vibes. And I actually, I love it because I grew up with that. And it really lends to, like, the low-budget campiness of the movie. And it's just, he's a fun mummy. He's all dressed up in western gear, and he looks kind of crappy. But, you know, it works. B-movie charm. Number two. The concept of elderly Elvis and JFK finding an ancient Egyptian mummy sounds fantastic. And this movie actually does have a moderately satisfying showdown between them and the mummy in the end. So... You know, it, it all works out, and it didn't lie to us like a lot of movies do. It was as advertised. Number one, Aussie Davis as JFK steals the show. He, he just, he did an amazing job and definitely turned JFK into my favorite character in the movie, which really is saying a lot because, you know, Bruce Campbell normally overacts the shit out of everything and, you know, steals all the spotlight. So for someone else to come in to a movie that he's headlining and just rip the carpet out from under him and take over the show is just amazing. Oh, yeah. So number three, I love the final showdown between Elvis, Elvis, JFK, and The Mummy. It's fantastic. They're riding, like, electric electric uh, motor, like, wheelchairs, wheelchairs um, like, into The Mummy. They're lighting them on fire. It's just amazing, and... Really very fitting for the, this movie. The mummy is bitch-slapping old people. Pretty much. It was... It, it was just a... It was a phenomenal final battle. Worthy of any boss fight. Number two. Bruce Campbell and Ossie Davis were just fantastic as Elvis and JFK. They were both really entertaining. I... I, I definitely like JFK a bit more. I wish he'd gotten some more screen time. But together, their dynamic was just so... Perfect. I, I loved watching them together. I loved them, like, fighting this mummy, figuring out what was going on, finding clues on the stall of the bathroom. Like, that was, it was brilliant. And I, I loved every second of when they were just working together, trying to, like, trying to solve this mystery, trying to stop this mummy. It was fantastic. But number one, the fucking concept of this movie is just phenomenal. JFK and Elvis are... In a retirement home, fighting a mummy who's stealing people's souls out of their asses or whatever. It's just such an insane idea, but it works well. It delivers on everything you'd want it to, and it it was amazing. It didn't try too hard, and it had a lot of that dry humor from like a Coen Brothers film that I really like. It 
like I don't know who who directed this one, but it was it was really good. It was um it was everything I wanted in a movie with this concept and more. One of the things we really didn't talk about was the dialogue of this movie, so let's give us a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. And we'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. I'll get us started off with, I hadn't had a hard-on in years. Everything you do is either worthless or sadly amusing. I felt my pecker flutter once, like a pigeon having a heart attack. Man, that is one big bitch cockroach. You fuck off, you patronizing bitch. My boots. Tonto. My boots. There had been two presidential elections since I had a boner like that one. Thank you. Thank you very much. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 3 out of 10. I also gave it a 3 out of 10. Seeing Bubba Hotep 18 years ago, I had fond memories of it. Some of those memories were warranted, and some were not. It's a movie with a fun concept, but really awkward execution. Reminiscent of the old movies where they were like, we need this to be 90 minutes, what can we do? It's so there are extra long scenes, and they explain the mummy two or three times, which is just plain dumb. I mean, overall, it's a fun experience, but it's one that I really don't want to revisit too often. Bubba Hotep is a film that, if I hadn't seen it for myself, I probably wouldn't believe it exists. An elderly Elvis impersonator, who's actually the real Elvis, probably, teams up with Black JFK to fight a mummy at a retirement home. It's such an odd concept, but it surprisingly works for the most part. The dry humor makes it feel like a Coen Brothers film, and Bruce Campbell and Ossie Davis were fantastic as Elvis and JFK, respectively. It's not the best-paced film, and I think the whole thing would have benefited from leaving certain questions unanswered. Still, Bubba Hotep is a film worth watching if you're a Bruce Campbell fan, or just looking to have a good time. Well, whether you liked it, hated it, want to forget about it, or have a little bit of extra fun, we always have ways to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. Remember, friends, we'll give you some drinking games, but drink responsibly. Number one. Every time a light flickers, take a drink. Number two, every time someone else is in Elvis's room, take a drink. Number three, whenever you see hieroglyphics, take a drink. Number four, anytime JFK mentions being died, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's conspiracy month, every time you see something related to or evidence of a conspiracy, take a drink. Every time Elvis th says, thank you, thank you very much, take a drink. Every time Elvis mentions his dick not working, take a drink. Every time Elvis mentions the growth on his dick, take a drink. And every time someone rides the motorized wheelchair, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any other thoughts on this movie or anything else B-Movie related, leave us a comment at your iTunes or SoundCloud. Give us an email at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or on personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats from our website, bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links are right below. We've come to the end of week three here for Conspiracy Month. Let's rank the movies we've seen. For me, in the number three spot, The Crow. Fuck that pretentious piece of 90s bullshit. <laughs> you just hate that film so much. <laughs> number two, 
silent warnings with the best alien entrance ever in a movie. Like, I laugh about it every time I think of it. Number one, Bubba Hotep. A genuinely enjoyable movie. Even if it moves slow, the concept was great and executed decently enough. In number three, I'm picking Silent Warnings because I forgot what movie we had watched last week until you said it like just now, so I couldn't have liked it that much. Number two, The Crow. I mean, it's dated and, well, not the greatest film, but it's it's got some charms and charm, and I've got some good memories of it, I guess, so, yeah, cool. But yeah, Bubba Hotep wins by a long shot. I mean, Bruce Campbell is Elvis, and... Aussie Davis's Black JFK, like, what What more could you want out of a film? Maybe better pacing, but still better than the other two. Well, next week will be the final week for Conspiracy Month, and we have one more conspiracy to tackle. Ooh, what's this one? So we're going to take a look at the 1988 film They Live with the conspiracy that the aliens are already among us and controlling everything we do. Spooky. So until next time, friends, be brave. Be alive and be back for more. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs>